You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. My Mac Podcast 445, Apple's Future. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Do the MyMac.com podcast. This is number 445. <laughs> it's begun. It's begun, people. It's already begun. Ah, well, we're, we're, we're finally back to normal, Gaz. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> normal. What, what, what uh, no, the hell is the yeah, normal? normality. <laughs> 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 it's been, uh, what, three weeks? Weeks. Weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks since we've and done a show. I was actually I was actually getting used to not talking to you. Yeah, well, you know what? Uh, a lot of people feel the same way. They they kind of they kind of enjoy that. <laughs> ah, the sound of bri- of blissful no guyness. It was. I was getting close to thinking. Do you know? It it might be nice never to speak to the guy again. <laughs> oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm joking. Oh, okay. You know I'm joking. Whew. Also got my fingers. Yeah. Crossed. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, now go ahead. I've got to ask sure. you. Just how was it? Oh, it was fun. Was it was was it good for it, you? Oh yeah. Oh baby, it was so good for me. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it, it almost I'm talking always, about MacWorld. Oh, oh, MacWorld. MacWorld. Um, yeah, it was alright. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and and I think uh, uh, Tim and I kind of touched on this uh, last week. Um, you know, it's, it's case vendors and, you know, small developers. And that's, you know, pretty much what you're going to see on the show floor. But just, just seeing all the people there and, uh, and getting to know quite a few of them as best you can in a, like a cramped space like that. Uh, so, well, and there was some fun stuff that happened, uh, that, uh, I guess we'll, we'll go into as we go farther in the show. Uh, but, but since, the, the, like the last time that we've talked together, what has has it been like? Any big changes in in your mackiness? Not really, no, not really. Um, s- sorry about yeah. that, guy. <laughs> I was gonna say it's <laughs> still your turn just, to talk. <laughs> it's, I just had someone walk into the room and asking me for something, and I'm thinking, "What? I'm recording for heaven's sake!" Anyway, um, no. It's all been pretty normal, apart from the fact that I have sold my Apple, Apple TV second generation. I've had enough of it. I'm fed up with the damn thing, so I've sold it. Oh, man. So what are you going to do for uh, for content now? I've bought a third-gen ah, Apple TV. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know that from, from our notes in this conversation. Well, after um, selling fees, I've got—I think I've got around 160, 165 pounds actually, which is like fifty quid more, sixty quid more than a uh, a new one. And, and that was my intention because they're going so hot on uh, eBay, and because I haven't jailbroken. I've, we kind of touched on this with James yeah. over the last few weeks, um, and since I don't uh, haven't jailbroken it, and since I haven't really. Um, used it for jailbreaking, I decided, you know, 
yeah, okay, fine. I might as well get the new one. And I might as well sell my second gen, get the extra cash, buy a new one, and also have some spare cash for extra content or perhaps something else macky. Uh, so that's what I've done. But also, I, I was kind of tweeting about this, and David Cohen picked up on it. And I had a tweet from him saying, hang on a minute, I've got two second-gen Apple TVs, and I don't use them, you know, jailbroken either. So I've got a feeling that, um, yeah. well, I know he's I know he sold one of them, and I think he might be selling the <laughs> well, other one as is, well. Is the, is the attraction for the second-gen one the fact that it's it's so much easier to jailbreak? than, the, than the, Now, we're, we're talking about... The uh, the small black ones, right? Yes, we're talking about the small hockey puck okay. um, Apple TV. Okay, because I've got one um, of those as well, as well as a third gen that I have hooked up to a different TV. Right, well, I only have one second gen, and that, that's the one that I had, and I, I basically just use it. And I thought, well, you know, I'd like to get the newer one because it's got the, you know, the better uh, quality, picture quality sure. capability. And I thought, well, you know, I would like to get one. And I've got a feeling that Apple might be coming up with a few more surprises for these in the future as well. And I thought, while the second gen, you know, is still able to be jailbroken and the third gen isn't, and that they're going for so much, I might as well just take advantage of it. And uh, I basically put it on um, eBay for, I put a quite a high starting bid. And I also put a a slightly higher than I'd seen from others, um, buy it now. You know, for a a, a, a non jailbroken right. Apple TV, obviously I hadn't jailbroken it, and I hadn't put an extra, any extra software on there, and um, it, it was there for about two days. And I thought, oh, yeah, here we go, bidding's going to be low. Typical Gaz is going to lose out. But then all of a sudden, um, I we went out. I, I rugby yesterday afternoon. Reft came back, went out for some friends in the evening, got home quite late. Woke up in the morning, and I've got you've sold your item. And I knew as soon as I'd sold the item, it was on buy it now. And so they'd paid you know the top whack for it. And I thought, cool. So the money was in my bank, pretty much the same, on the same day. day. And I went out. Yeah, and I went uptown and grabbed a third gen Apple TV, and uh, it's all packed, packed up, ready to go tomorrow to the uh, lucky recipient. Man, so I, I guess uh, if if you have a bunch of second gen Apple TVs, they're like gold. I guess I you know I can't quite figure it out myself. I guess there's just a no, lot of I people can't. that I... are enjoy like jailbreaking them. Well, the, the thing is with the jailbreak, I think there's capability of putting some extra software on there, which is, um, is also some Sky software on there. Ah. And I don't use I don't use Sky, which is obviously a cable company over here. It's um, you know, uh, that, and who who have got the rights to an awful lot of sports uh, and rights to other programs. So you know, I think the people are using those and using using the Apple TV to you know jailbreak them and get this software and, and put it on them and. As I'm not a subscriber or a Sky fan, um, it really didn't matter to me. So I thought, well, I might as well just go for it. Well, that's cool. And that's what that's what I did, and I've been quite pleased. I also have been having an awful lot of fun with iMovie this week because of the successful uh, last weekend up in Blackpool, which was absolutely superb, and uh, well done to Youth Brass 2000. They just they played fantastic. They played a lot of Glenn Miller stuff. Yeah, uh, they you, you all showed me that picture. In, that, that was great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I could perhaps send the picture over to you. You could perhaps use it in the uh, in the title if you wanted sure, to. Sure, well, no, I've although got, got it. Nothing, I've got it. it. Doesn't matter. Although, although, although it's got nothing to do with the title anyway. But there <laughs> yeah, you go. boy, it, we, they, we, they we could sure be, wouldn't want to confuse people. No, but they could be. They could be those are young people. You see, they could be Apple's future. 
So, ah. you know, it, there is a tie in there. There is a tie in there of sorts. Not really. Yeah. Well, um, that's a stretch, guys. <laughs> Yeah, it is a that's stretch. a bit of a stretch. Uh, but it was a great, it was a great weekend. But I decided to use um, a video camera and just take lots of short clips of you know all the all the other stuff that goes on around the weekend and uh, put it together. And uh, we were at rehearsals tonight, and I played it on the the MacBook Air, and they were all crowded round it. About thirty, thirty or forty of them crowded round, so they couldn't really hear the the extra bits that we'd put on with the music and uh, some Benny Hill music because there was lots of walking and funny walking <laughs> and, and on and off, and and it, it went down a store. So uh, yeah, it's good. It's well, good. you should put it on YouTube and then post it over like a Google Plus or something. Well, we've got to be a little bit careful. No, that's true. Uh, you know, that's true. Who, who gets access to it? So uh, we're, you know, so uh, you know. There well, you go. I've got. We, you, I actually used. I actually used iMovie the trailer uh, program as well. So uh, you know, I put a trailer at the start, and that that is great fun. That is absolutely great fun. So, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay. Well, well speaking of performances, uh, I attended <laughs> uh, the Mount Vernon Children's Community Theater performance. Here we go. Performance podcast of um, Peter, Se- uh, not Peter Sellers, uh, Blake Edwards' Pink Panther Strikes Again. It was put together as, like, a, I guess, a play. And uh, the, the kid they had playing Cluso was was really was he was he was pretty much spot on he had the accent down and the whole rest of it and you know considering that they were doing this on a stage in a church they were able to get away with uh, with with quite a bit and it kind of surprised me when, when I saw some of the some of the stuff that was left in as compared to what I would have assumed they would have taken out but anyway um I got lots of max stuff to tell you about Cool. Yeah, that's good. That's what we're that's what we're here for. Oh, that's right. This is a Mac podcast, isn't it? Uh, I, I put really, yeah, really, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, it is. I put eight eight more gigs of uh, of RAM into my Mac Pro. That must be about one hundred and twenty eight. You've got no, nah, it's just sixteen, but it's all filled up now. I've got <laughs> I've got eight, I've got uh, da, 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 eight two gig sticks, so I, I can't put any more in without taking some out. But I, I'd actually, right. there's a local store called Micro Center that I'd gone to, and, and I had all the specs for the RAM. And I said, okay, well, I need, you know, PC 6400, 800 megahertz, uh, DDR2 EEC. And he's like, oh, yeah, here you go. Handed me some RAM, and it's like an hour to get there and back. I got home, and I took out the, 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 the memory card, and I'm thinking, great, I'm going to have all this RAM, and it doesn't fit. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's two hours of your life you won't get back. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. So of course <laughs> I did what I probably should have done in the first place and went to uh, and you know they're not a sponsor used to be though uh, MaxSales.com OWC and they sent me exactly what it was I needed. And the other thing is uh, I've got a, a new microphone that I'm using for the first time on the podcast this week, and it's the same one you Ooh. have. Yeah, it's the the road podcaster, and if I hadn't, I spent like whoa, 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 whoa! You're using my pod, my my podcasting mic. Yeah, well, the same. The so same how kind. am I talking to well, you? Well, you you've got this big tin can with a string, and it's a really, really long string. Uh-huh. Yeah, we uh, we actually got started a little late doing <laughs> doing the podcast. <laughs> Because I started doing some research. I thought, well, there's certainly no reason why I can't 
record this podcast directly into GarageBand with with my my soundboard effects and have Gaz on a different. I mean, kind of like the way we used to do it back when we were still able to use wiretap anywhere. <laughs> from ambrosia software <laughs> and of course it worked fine this morning i you know i was doing the skype test call and i was coming through and soundboard was coming through and everything was on a different track and everything was wonderful until i called you and then everything just and then it and then it went passionate yeah, yeah it just went straight to hell it was and of course what we had to do or what i had to do real quick was like throw everything out that i had done Kill Garage Band and just keep record, recording it the way we always have. Why I think I can just go back and do the things that I want to do instead of doing it the way Apple wants me to do it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Apple's always right. Yeah, yeah just ask them. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, we've been rambling a little bit. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> Really? Yeah, it's been so long I since I talked. I know it is. It's it's unusual. It's been so long since I talked to you. It's like, yeah, I'm talking yeah, to Gaz. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Boo, there I go. So why don't we uh, stand by for action? <laughs> we go on over to to the uh, the mymac dot com squirrel dot uh, recent articles. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you start us off? <laughs> Okay, Oxford Advanced Learner's Dictionary, 8th edition. Uh, this is the app edition, a review from Steve Hammond, or Hebe Stammond. Yeah. You want to learn or perfect your skills in English? The Oxford Advanced Learner's Dictionary, 8th edition, app edition, <laughs> is something that may help you at this task. I love the software. What? I love that what voice. <laughs> That's a good voice. Don't be still. I'm sorry. <laughs> The software is aimed at people who are trying to make their English better. It contains a huge list of words and examples on how to use them. You can search for a specific word in the search field and the results will display in the left panel of the application. It gets a MyMac review rating of a well, pretty poor six out of ten. Yeah. So uh, you'll have to you'll have to read uh, Steve's review to find out why it probably didn't score a little higher. Now, wait, isn't he isn't he like a native French speaker? Yeah, but he wants to learn English. Ah, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> apparently he didn't. Did you not listen to me, guy? I'm Did sorry. you not listen to everything I'm I just sorry. said? Were you just laughing at the voice? Uh, the voice was wonderful. I loved that voice. <laughs> uh, next up is a review by uh, John Nemo, the Rocksteady XS Portable Bluetooth 3.0 speaker. Um, Concepts Rocksteady XS has two side-firing speakers and one top speaker port that is heavy on the mid-range and treble and are light on the bass. Bluetooth 3.0 wireless setup and transmission from the iPhone or other portable player is instantaneous, the best we've experienced. Typical 20 to 30% foot... Let me try that again. Typical 20 to 30 foot broadcast range is achieved depending upon walls and other obstructions between the player and the speaker. It's a, it's a MyMac review rating of 7 out of 10. Hi, it's back to you, Gaz. Snap Hill, version 2.2. 
That's a review from Bert Clanchard. Snaphill does what Photoshop's content-aware fill tool does, and much more. With it, you can erase unwanted items and flaws from your photos. Snaphill creates a matching fill area by analysing the surrounding pixels. The results can be stunning. Remove extraneous people from a landscape, <laughs> erase facial flaws, remove flotsam from a beach scene, even clean up scratches and dust from scans. Kurt finishes off by saying, Snaphill... Sorry, Kurt, I'm not saying that you talk like this. <laughs> just got to make that clear. This is... This is, this is yeah, the MyMap.com my <laughs> podcast, damn it. That's what we do. Snaphill Snap is not a toy or a novelty. It's a serious app and is very good at what it does. For a little, limited time, the new version is $9.95, and at that price, you shouldn't hesitate to snap it up. Ooh, clever. Get it? Get snack. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I like that. It gets a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10. Now, we're not sure how long that offer is on for, so hopefully you'll catch this in time and it will still <laughs> yeah. be at that price. Uh, unless so, you're uh, like my brother Larry, who's like 10 shows behind. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm catching up from Christmas 2011. Oh, oh, I don't know if I, don't know if I put this in the show notes. Um, do you, of course, remember the, the 400th podcast contest we had? Can I forget? No, no, you cannot. Precisely, precisely. I received an email. I should have put it in the show notes. I received an email this morning from Tom Zoller, who also does one of the uh, the online uh, comics that I enjoy, which is um, um, uh, Love and Capes. And apparently, the the he was on the show. Yeah, yeah, we had him on the show. The uh, the the Facebook account that I sent that email to is one he apparently doesn't check too often. And so I got I got an email from him basically saying, yeah, well, I just checked this, and uh, and it was for uh, Slink, if you remember that program, for the program Slink. Right. He yes, says, yes, I, yeah. I, I don't know if this offer is still good. And it's like, well, you know, Tom, that's like about a year ago that we did that podcast. <laughs> I said, yeah, I will check with them, but he's going to have to put me in as a uh, a villain in uh, in one of his online comics. I, I have, Excellent. I haven't Excellent. heard back from him yet, and I'm guessing that he's probably just going to say, never mind, I don't need it that badly. <laughs> anyway, the next one. <laughs> speaking, speaking of comics, Plug Bug World USB Charger. It's a review review by David Cohen. That's my fault. Sorry, I put too many reviews. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's David. Okay. Don't blame Guy. Oh. Don't blame Guy. It was my fault. USB chargers for your technology devices are ten a penny. Many of us have plenty of them knocking around, as many devices come with one in the box. So how does 12 South expect to deliver value and drive sales with yet another USB socket for the wall? I have long been a fan of 12 South's products. They make products exclusively for Apple devices and pride themselves on the same design sensibilities as Cupertino's finest left-field solutions to problems delivered with quality and design flair. The Plug Bug World Global USB Charger definitely fits these characteristics 
It's got gets a MyMac review rating of 9 out of 10. Rachel! And if you want to actually understand that in, you know, in normal. pure English, yeah. go over to the website, find the article, and read it, because I hadn't got a clue what guy was saying. Ah. <laughs> okay, Beamer app. A review by Bert Clanchard again. Okay, with Beamer, Beamer, that's B-E-A-M-R, you can easily make what appears to be a virtual magazine by choosing photos from your iPhone's camera roll. Click the Create button and you'll have a link to share with friends by email or by posting on social media sites. Your photos appear full size and can be downloaded by your recipients. Nice. Yeah. It gets a MyMac MyMac (laughs) rating of... (laughs) Uh, 10 out of 8. 8 out of 10. 10 out of 8. 10 out of (laughs) 8. It's a good program. 10 out of 8. Last (laughs) up this week is Reunion, which is the Tech Fan Podcast 108. Tim Robertson and David Cohen finally hooked back up again to both discuss... Oh, wow. Did I blow that one or what? Tim Robertson and David Cohen finally both returned to discuss new family discoveries, the video game industry, and more. So go on over and listen to that. Yeah. Or, do it. Or else. Do it. Do it, do it now. <laughs> I've listened to it already, actually. Oh, have you? I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet because well, yeah. I've been off. I've been off of work for. Well, let's see. I guess we have tomorrow off too. This is a nice three day weekend for us. Yay! Mm. Yeah, you always on holiday, you Americans. Yeah, I know. Don't, don't, don't you just love it? <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's not like Guy Fawkes Day or anything. But then again, what is? We don't get that off. We don't get Guy Fawkes Day. Oh, you should. That, that, that's like... No, well, we should, but we don't. That's like the see? perfect holiday. We work. That's like the perfect holiday. Let's celebrate someone it who is. tried to it blow is. up Parliament and failed. Yeah, but the thing, <laughs> the thing is, Guy, it's in November. Oh. It's not exactly... You know, we need more summer celebration. <sighs> well, it's like 31 degrees right now, so I don't know how summery it is. Anyway... Uh, we got some feedback anyway. from Twitter. Uh, there's a discussion with Bob DeGran and Mark Greentree about updating programs for and against. And uh, I met with, or actually, I guess she found me, Alice Saunders, who uh, found found me over at MacWorld and posted a picture of herself and me from <laughs> MacWorld. And she's insisting that you come next year, Gaz. Did, well, uh, actually, yeah. did you see that picture? <laughs> I did, yeah. She, she's so <laughs> short. She, you know, and, we had a couple of comedians. We had a couple of comedians over here, and they were called Little and Large. Well, <laughs> that, that's kind of what it looked like. But yes, she was so nice. She was so so nice. Yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to come. I really would love to go to Matt World, and uh, you know, one day, maybe one day, we'll see. Yep. Um, I, I think that's going to do it for this segment. Yeah, yeah, I think we've been pushing it, haven't we? We've been pushing the boat out. Yeah, but just having fun. Just having fun. So why don't don't you get us out of here? Everybody, stand by to stand by. And we'll be right back. Sexy voice. Sexy voice. Or not. Or not. Or not. From the iTunes independent author Donnie Yankelow of Looking for a Dinosaur 
comes two new books your children will love. There's Jungle Jammin', where the animals form a band. Who will play what instrument? There's also Pirate Soars, where pirates and dinosaurs are combined in cool and fun ways. Both books feature full-color illustrations and rhyming sentences to keep your child thoroughly entertained. And at 99 cents, either one will break the bank. So go to iTunes and check out Pirate Soars, Jungle Jammin', and Donnie's previous children's book, Looking for a Dinosaur. years of human evolution in the making the g-men on the my mac podcast hi everyone and welcome back to the second section of the um uh it's, well, i'm not sure yeah, what podcast the, this is now I it's know. the m- I, 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 you know, street, it's been weeks it's been weeks me mac me mac me mac me 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 Hello. Well, Hello, everybody. We, uh, we, we do have a we do have a topic. Oh yes. Oh, sorry. Serious for us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so serious. So very serious. No, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to change. Don't do that one again. No, no, no. Nobody will understand it. Uh, basically, what <laughs> I what I wanted to ask you about was, um, and and I'm in the process. Actually, I'm in the process right now of writing an article at. MyMac.com, give me my opinions on, on where Apple's going, but I wanted to get kind of your take on it. And it, it's how, you know, how will Apple move forward with iOS as far as uh, software goes is can Apple prevent fragmentation with iOS hardware and software? Now, now not much can be done to prevent fragmentation for older devices, which either by choice or design, uh, run the latest version of iOS, but obsolescence is not a current problem for most iOS users any more than it is for other phone makers. And in a lot of ways, it, it's actually worse for Android users because mostly Google doesn't determine whether your phone can be updated. It's the carriers who kind of lock the OS in. Apple gives you, in essence, support for at least three versions of the OS if you buy a, a brand new, you know, like just out of the box iPhone. Now currently the iPad, full size and mini, and the iPhones prior to the iPhone 5 have an aspect ratio of four to three, which means that any apps created didn't really have to scale up or down based on aspect ratio. And I think this was a huge, huge advantage over developing for Android, where the aspect ratio and resolution can be nearly anything, and who knows what version of the OS beyond just the, the, the kernel of the phone in question might be running. Now, where this starts to disappear, and this where this kind of concerns me, is that with the iPhone 5, it, that is a 16 by 9 device, which is great for watching movies, but a different size for developers to deal with. And whether or not fragmentation between the iPhone and the tablet may depend on the next iPhone's form factor and to a lesser extent the next iPad form factor. And I, I just kind of wanted to get your opinion mm-hmm. on whether or not you think that, that by having different sizes for the phone that's a, that kind of gets away from the aspect ratio that they've used basically since you know iOS devices first started coming around, if you think this is going to become a problem for Apple. 
No, I don't. Next subject. Okay. Well, thank you. That's <laughs> so. I couldn't resist that. I couldn't resist that. Um, yeah, I think to a certain degree, obviously, Apple, in doing that, have have led, uh, led led themselves up a bit of a dead end alley where they're you know they're cornered themselves. Um, but I've got a feeling that that they will find a way round it. It's it Do you is talk a problem about with, with the people- iPhone five. With a different size? Yeah, yeah, and the screen size and the screen resolutions. And because, you know, a lot of people say, oh, they, they can't put a, a retina display on the iPad mini because that will then create problems with the, you know, dimensions and the, the scaling. But I've got a feeling that, that somehow Apple will find ways around it. And I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem in the future if they do change it. I think there's enough... Um, stuff out there and i've i think there will be ways around um the process for application developers and for the system to be able to handle you know a little bit of black screen on your device i mean it's really applications that where there's the problem because at the moment you get a bit of um uh, top and bottom border when you watch you know a 16 like, yeah, like a movie. Uh, by nine movie anyway yeah so you know and if that doesn't cause um people problems certainly on the on the ipad because i know some people do watch movies on their phones and as i do but you you're, you're much less likely to watch them on your phones than you are on the bigger devices and most people don't you know they don't have a, a concern with the, the the ratio it's where the you know the utilization of the screen for apps and obviously clicking right. in the right area that's you know when you when you've got a touch screen device and you've got an application which is reliant on somebody touching a certain area um having to change the screen resolution obviously creates probably a lot of work for those app developers but so far Apple seem to have coped with the different sizes they've got. And I, I think they're coping with the iPhone 5, I believe. Um, I'm not sure whether, you know, people don't seem to be too bothered that there's a, I think there's a, a border at the top. I haven't seen it myself, but I think there's, from what I understand, there's a bit of a black border or, the, you know, some screen real estate, which is obviously not being used uh, in some of the apps at either the top or the, the bottom of the application. Now, I could be wrong there, and if anybody um, has got more information, we'll certainly take your uh, call on our Skype number, which we'll give you later. Um, did you like that guy? Yeah, so it was good. There. Yeah, um, and let's see, um, that number is 703 Sorry. So I don't think to a certain degree, you could say that they've cornered themselves, but equally, with the way software and hardware is moving forward, they seem to be able to cope with it. So I've not had the issue. If I get an iPhone 5, that's when I might start thinking, hmm, this is a bit of a problem for me. So um, I don't know. But I, I think what Apple will do is they will just move. And they, they they won't they won't care, and there'll be enough applications out there. And if people if the application developers have got to move, they will move on mass on all of the new products which Apple bring out. Because Apple won't go um, fragmentation in so much as the iPhone five has this, the iPad four, let's for example, the next generation iPad has you know a different 
uh, screen resolution. Um, the iPad mini next generation has another different one. I think what they'll do is, is if they have to move because of the iPhone 5 and newer devices, they'll move en masse. So all of the devices from here back will still be supported and they'll still have the applications, but app developers moving forward will have to then say, right, we're at this impasse and we now have to create our applications for this new screen resolution. But I think overall they they made the right decision decision from the start. I mean, it's it's you know, as done far as as far as like the iPad goes. I think as far as the iOS um, applications go. I mean, for the past five years, nobody's you know been too concerned about the you know the screen resolutions and the. Um, screen real estates on any of the devices it seems to have you know fitted fine so if it if they are at a point where they have to change it i think they will change everything and they won't fragment it well you're i think oh, it, I it'll think, be fra- <clears throat> go ahead sorry i was just going to say it, they won't fragment it they will fragment it for all of the devices prior to the iphone 5 you know Anything before that will be fragmented. But, you know, those will be older devices. And moving forward, you know, you, your device will still work and it will sure. still have the applications there which fit the screen. Right. Moving forward, app developers, because that's the key point here, I think. It's whether app developers will be complaining about having to change all of their, you know, their applications to fit. Uh, but if the applicate, you know, if the developers know that moving forward, this is going to be the new um, sizes that they have to live with, and it's across all of the devices. I don't think they'll have a problem, and you know it will get supported. Well, I, I think we're we're kind of coming up to a point where, when, when we're talking about iOS, uh, we're going to be talking really, and you know, this will be like an internal fragmentation for Apple. We're talking about two different platforms. We're talking about the phone platform, and we're talking about the tablet platform because I. I really don't believe that Apple right. is going to go the, the the phablet route that that a couple you know some of the other uh, Android phone makers have gone where they have these five and a half to six and a half inch basically phones that kind of have tablet functionality as well. I think that's awkward, and I just can't see Apple doing that. Um, I think that depending upon what, not so much. Possibly the the next phone, which I'm as I come to understand rumors is going to be the 5s, uh, but the, the next major version of the phone, and I kind of wonder if they're going to keep that that 16 by 9 ratio for the phones, but leave the uh, the tablets at the four at you know the the 4.3 the the four to three aspect ratio, because that right. seems to be the right size for the types of apps that are, is currently being developed for tablets in iOS. So if you have applications that are specific to the phone part of iOS, fine. They can be 16 by 9 because perhaps that'll be the, that's the size that, that Apple is going to move the phone to, or has basically already moved the phone to. And on the tablet space, it's going to stay in for four to three aspect ratio. And if you need to use like a phone app on your tablet, okay, well then you're going to have some, you know, black borders on one side or the other just to 
deal with the the crossover between the two different sizes, but it'll still work. There won't be any you know compatibility issues as long as you have the right version of the OS and that your device will support that OS in the application. Now, one thing I was thinking about moving forward is to me, and 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 I think. Uh, uh, if you look at, at how Apple has been making their money over the last four or five years, that, that the Mac is becoming certainly less important to Apple than it has been in the past. So with that in mind, do you think that there's room for possibly even a, a larger size iPad to kind of fill out that line for people that might want a little more real estate than 9.7 inches? Wow. Um, no. Not like, um, not like a 15 think... or 17 inch, but like maybe uh, an 11 to 12 inch. A 12. 11 to 12. Um, uh, no. No. And, and the reason I say no is because of the uh, popularity of the smaller base product. Uh, I really don't. I think they will be pushing. I think the MacBook Air is the, you know, the the, the eleven inch MacBook Air is really the, the step up from from the iPad. Um, for now, for now, I think I think it's going to take a few years yet before we get into a situation where we start seeing eleven and twelve inch uh, iPads taking over, you know, uh, the MacBook Air eleven inch range uh, and stepping into that that form factor i think at this point in time the popularity of going smaller to be able to carry around with you um as a portable device rather than going larger and having something which sits on your desk which is what i think would happen with that you know rather than having you know a laptop which either goes in your bag or you get out and you put it on your desk you're then going to have an ipad which goes in your bag you carry around and then sits on your desk because it would be that much heavier um, and, you know, carrying around a slate that big, yeah, because Apple would want to make it nice and thin, uh, sure. would feel, you know, it makes it that much more flimsy. Uh, I just don't see it at this point in time. I think the technology's got to move on. If you've got something which you could roll up, uh, you know, and, uh, and screw up as if it were, you know, it doesn't, <laughs> it's a, a lot more, a lot, a lot stronger and can take a lot more hammering than, you know, maybe. And I could, I could envisage that, you know, you're rolling up like a film, uh, which, but I think we're a long way off that yet, a long way. So I, I don't see a larger iPad at this stage. I, but I, I certainly see, um, well, I mean, they've gone down to the, um, the iPad mini. Um, I'm not sure whether they will go larger with an iPhone, um, that that could be they, the the next step for them really is to have a device which is larger than the iPod, uh, sorry, the iPhone five, uh, and some way between the iPad Mini. Uh, and whether they do that, I'm not sure. I'm not sure that you know that's just that's just bowing down to uh, what everybody else is doing, um, which isn't which isn't what Apple typically does. It isn't what Apple typically does, but we're not in a typical apple anymore we're in a new apple aren't we i mean tim cook and you know the rest of the team have, have moved on i mean for heaven's sake jonathan i has now got a gold blue peter badge we're in a whole new era now when that happens i'll tell you <laughs> i don't even know what that is i, I knew he'd gotten a, a, a design award <laughs> no. but i don't know what that is We've got it. 
We've got a children's program in the UK, which um, I watched as a kid. Uh, I've got a feeling that many people much older than me watched as a kid. And it's one of those uh, um, uh, TV children's programs that was very informative and it had presenters. And it was always to all of the listeners out there that of my era, get down, Shep. And that means nothing to any American, but I can assure you there's lots of Brits there. There's lots of Brits that know exactly what I'm talking about. And it was, um, <laughs> it was a TV show and you always got a blue Peter, but we well, didn't always, you know, certain people got blue Peter badges and you had to do something to earn them. And in fact, both my girls have got blue Peter badges, but Jonathan Ive recently was awarded a gold blue Peter at badge which is you know it's quite an honor and actually there was a there's a video of him i'll send you i'll send you the link over um of him receiving the gold blue peter badge from one of the presenters and he was very respectful in accepting this award um and he'd actually got some of their program too yeah, he probably did, actually, because most kids in the UK did. Um, it was either that or Magpie. All the rebellious ones watched Magpie. But, uh, you know, if you were a good stand-up, you know, rightful child, you watch Blue Peter. That's what, in fact, that's what your parents wanted you to watch, but none of your parents wanted you to watch Magpie. Anyway, we're going way off subject. <laughs> way, way off subject. And I'll send you the... I'll send you the link to the video of him receiving it. Okay. But, you know, getting back, getting back to where I was, we're in a new era with Apple. It's, you know, Steve Jobs is gone. And although his influence is still there, and I think the ethos is still there, things can change. Well, I, I can, this is, this is what I see happening. Um, I, I think there's going to be a further consolidation in the Mac lines. And, and some of the Macs that we know and love today are probably going to disappear. I can see the the MacBook Pros going away in favor of more powerful MacBook Airs. And so you'd basically have three laptops. You'd have the 11-inch, the 13-inch, and 15-inch MacBook Airs with um, SSD drives, which would make up for a lot of the, the horsepower that you would lose from not having the larger enclosure. Uh, I can see, as much as it pains me to say it, I can see the Mac Pro going away. I, I can see us getting down to a, a single iMac can, model. Can, can, you see us, can you see the Mac Pros going or the Mac Pro going? You know, the, the desktops, so many people want portability with power, and the, Mac Pros, the MacBook Pros give them that, don't they? Or are we at a stage where a lot of people don't need that power uh, and the power that they've got from the MacBook Airs is enough? Is that what you're thinking, that the MacBook Air power is enough to do do the stuff so you actually then don't need the MacBook Well, for most people. If you kind of look at at, at what some of the moves that Apple's been doing, uh, they've completely hacked off the, the pro users that they've had in the past. They're, they're basically saying, you know, and, and I hate to paraphrase, but it's like, well, you're not as important to us anymore. Yes, you carried the company through the dark years, but you know, now we have people buying iOS and Mac devices hand over fist and you know, we don't have to try as hard to please the, the, the true pros. And it's it's kind of sad, but at the same time, you you, you kind of understand where they're going with it. 
the 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 pro market is a, is a much more demanding market. Requires a lot more resources than I, than the regular. I'm going to reserve judgment on that. I'm going to reserve judgment on that because um, I've got a feeling that the, the Mac Pro will come out soon. And you can't say that those MacBook Pros aren't really good devices, and they're still well divine, divine, oh, it's, designed. Oh, it's got devices. nothing to do with capability. It's got nothing to do with, I, with I, how well they're designed. Think, I, you know, if I. I, I'm not sure that we are going to see that that transformation just yet. I think it, you know, I think it could happen, but I don't think we're there yet, and I'm not sure it's going to happen just yet. So we'll we'll have to wait and see. I think perhaps if um, Thunderbolt had had a lot more take up, and we'd seen a lot more devices um, on the back of it, I, I think you may have been right. But I'm not sure it's going to happen until we see a lot more devices which are Thunderbolt uh, capable um, because that will give you a lot more power to be able to carry around and, and have a portable, sure. powerful machine. Uh, and until we see that, I don't think we're going to see um, the thin thinning of the, uh, the MacBook um, range. Well, honestly, uh, in five to ten years, I can see the Mac going away completely. In favor oh, of I can, iOS in devices. In five or ten years, I, I can see me traveling to the moon and back in ten minutes. Oh, really? Uh, can you take me? <laughs> five, I mean, five to ten years, you know. Uh, right, we well, call this, this pr- for prosperity, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is playback in five years' time. I said, I said, yeah, book would just be one eleven inch. In fact, no, it'd be twelve and three-quarter inch. And it will Point be seven. and just a thin, a thin. You see, things are going to change. Five years in this this industry is is massive, and, and yeah, in five in five years, I think you you could well see that. But a short term, the next two or three years. No, oh no, I don't no, see no, 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 no. I don't. Not in short term. Yeah, I I am definitely talking talking long ter- long term. Um, iOS, I think, is uh, the future of Apple as far as their computing devices go. And uh, eventually, the the Mac will just go away. It, it, it except for you know possibly some some niche markets. But no, just Apple Apple just... Apple is is basically becoming. Oh come on! I just lost my computer. Uh, Apple is basically becoming. <laughs> I just went into screensaver mode, and it was like ah, I lost everything. Um, Apple has become a consumer electronics company. You know, they ever ever since the the original iPod came out, and you know they're making most of their money from those devices. the The Mac is is almost an afterthought. It seems like these days, and I don't think we're we're that far away three to five years from them doing a, a major consolidation of the Mac line and basically saying, well, you know, we have all these great apps on iOS. We now have uh, multi-user inputs. We now have, uh, which is what I'd like to see, something along the lines of a file system that you can use that not only is, you know, present there on the device, but is also in the cloud so that you can find all your stuff whenever. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I think is coming down the line that is going to cement iOS as the future for Apple as a corporation. Yeah, but that's a different statement to them getting rid of that product line. And if if they do get rid of their computing product line, that will be a very sad day uh, for the company. And I'll but, tell and I'll tell you what will happen. They won't get rid of it, guy. 
it'll be sold off. It'll be sold off as a separate arm. And as soon as that happens, then you, you, you'll, you'll see the black flags come out. You'll see the black armbands appear everywhere. And do you know what? I think they'd be right to be wearing black armbands if they did that. Yep. Yep. And uh, I think we need to get going. Well, that, so. was, that was an uplifting segment. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome but back to Guy to say, and Gaz on the MyMac.com podcast. We're so I've sad. Say, but I've got to I've got to say, I've got to say, I I disagree with you. I don't think they will. I, I think they will. Ki- There's still a lot of money that they make out of those Macs, and moving oh, forward, true. I don't see computing changing within the next two or three years to that extent. Um, yes, there will be selling a lot more iPads. Yes, they will be selling a lot more iPhones, and the iOS is an important part of their business. But the Macs are still an important part of their business, and they make a lot of money out of those devices, and it's. It, it, it's something which a company won't just get rid of. Um, sales have got to start dropping off. Computing has got to completely change, and I just don't see it just yet. It's, it's a, as far as the overall industry, though, it's already happening. You you have more mm-hmm. people. I mean, we're we're getting to the point now where these tablets, yeah, and, I, and I'm not just talking about talking. iOS. I'm talking about Android. I'm talking about you know if if Microsoft ever gets off their ass with RT. Go ahead. Okay, so so why have Google come in with their own computer? What the Chromebook? Yeah, ah, that's a joke. It, it, it's not. It's not going to work the way because any type of device currently. Ah, no, no, no. Hang on a minute. That you, requires you, you, an always-on connection for basic functionality is a fail. I'm not. I'm not ta- yeah, yeah, you're talking about something different though. They've brought out a computer. They have brought out something which is not a mobile device that, you know, in the sense of an iOS device. They've brought out a computer. Now, they wouldn't do that unless they felt that there was some uh, some reasoning behind it and some worth behind doing it. I just don't see uh, computers in their current form disappearing that quickly. Yes, eventually, I'm not going to disagree with you, but I think it's a lot further off than you think. Well, if you're talking about the Chromebooks, they're not selling well, and I don't think they're going to do all that well. They are cheap. You're missing. You're missing what I'm saying. It's not a matter of whether they're selling well or not. It's the fact that the app, uh, that Google has brought them exist. out, and the and the, the thing the the problem the reason computers aren't selling well at the moment is they're they're a big investment, and the the worldwide. Um, economic situation is not good. But Apple's sales generally on MacBooks, I think for the last quarter, it was the first quarter where it, it didn't increase. But they've been growing over and above worldwide sales oh, yeah. for computing. Year to year. No doubt. Now, now the, the problem with other computer equipment is... <laughs> Well, we know why it's rubbish, and we know you know there's there's nothing out there that's going to be you know entice people to buy that sort of equipment. And I just I just don't see for the next two, three, four, or possibly pushing it even five years, computing changing that much. And there will still be plenty of sales, and Apple will keep uh, their Mac range, whether it be MacBooks or whether it be uh, Mac Minis or or a new Mac Pro, which they keep telling us they're coming out with this this year. No, they haven't said anything other than Tim Cook uh, uh, basically, you know, alluding to it briefly last year. But I mean, we'll we'll see what Apple does. Uh, but I just think that that for the majority of people, 
that uh, an iPad will be the only computer they need for the majority of people. And I think there'll be a tipping point. And when that tipping point is hit, you're going to see this consolidation of the Mac line where they're not putting their kinds of resources into it that they have in the past because it won't be that important. Most of the people buying Apple devices will be buying iPads or iPod Touches or iPhones or whatever other future iOS devices come out. And where it all kind of falls down, though, and I will admit this, where it all kinds kind of falls down is uh, storage, local storage. And, you know, maybe they've got something up their sleeves to handle that. Maybe we'll see some new kind of, of cloud service that, that will be able to handle the storage needs of the majority of people that would use these kinds of devices. But, I mean, we'll have to see. Uh, as soon or am as I you completely see that, off my nut? T- no, I think you... Yeah. Um, <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you see that event that you went to recently, uh, swap round, and it's called iWorld Macworld, then you'll, then you'll know the writing's on the wall. Yeah, <laughs> uh, possibly, possibly. Um, we got to go. We're we're running. We're running. I don't know how long this podcast is going to be because we got started so late. Uh, but um, yeah, if if you all disagree with me, or if you agree with me, or if you have some variation of what on what Gaz was saying and what I was saying, there's all different kinds of ways to contact us and let us know. And we'll talk about that in the next segment. But in the meantime, stand by to stand by. And, um, yeah, I think uh, we'll be right back. You think so, Gaz? Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Hi, I'm Tim Robertson from the Tech Fan Podcast. And I'm David Cohen from the Tech Fan Podcast. And we wanted to take a moment to tell you about the Stoplight Network. Stoplight is a community of podcasters. We're a group of people who are passionate about podcasting, and we're looking for people who have either existing or new podcasts who might be interested in joining us. So check it out at www.stoplightnetwork.com. And while you're at it, check out our show, The Tech Fan Podcast, part of the Stoplight Network of Podcasts. This is Dave Hamilton from the Mac Geek Cab, and I never listen to Guy and Gaz, uh, the G-Men, on the My Mac Podcast. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the third section of the My Mac Podcast with Guy and Gaz, the G-Men, the G-G-G-G-G-Men. God, we're, we're just so good. We really are good. I don't, <laughs> we, I don't, are. we are. We're really, we're so brilliant. Anyway, Guy... <laughs> You know, yeah. you know what co- you know what comes next. We're so professional in this podcast. You know what comes next, don't you, guy? I I do know what comes next. Hit it. Gaz's tips, mostly clean. Gaz's tips, mostly clean. Gaz's tips. What's time for Gaz's tips? tip. You know what? My tips, that. my tips are always clean. Um. Anyway, um. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I'm not even going there. We had a whole conversation about microphones, and no, no, not going there. <laughs> no, we'll, we'll move that. I was just reading my tip, and I've written it awfully. Anyway, you know in Finder, Guy? Yeah. 
you know, you know that, that application finder most people have and comes with your Mac. Did you know? Mm, let me see if I can that, find it. Oh, yes. If you, oh, that was that was a pun, wasn't it? Well, did you Not know that one. if you're looking in your finder window and you've got the sidebar open, you've got your favourites and you've got the shared and you've got devices, did you know that you can it, you can alter the items within each of those categories? So let's say I'm looking at my finder window now and I've got my favourites and at the top it's got all my files. Well, actually, I normally don't want to go to all my files. Now, you can get rid of it, but if you want to keep it there just in case, if you click, you can actually then drag it down so it's in a different position within that category. And obviously you can then get uh, what you feel uh, is most important in those categories. Now, if you also want to change the order of your categories, you can actually click on a category and you can move the category also into a different position within the finder sidebar. That is cool. Do you I like know that? that, though. You do like that? Do, yeah, it's, I do like that. You, <laughs> That was well. There's lots of listeners. There's lots of listeners who might not have known about it, right? And that's I'm not doing it for you, right? That's true. But though, I, usually, usually it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I didn't know you no could that. do that. Well, you can. <laughs> that's Nodding wonderful. Nodding ah, head. Hit it. That's the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's tips. Yeah, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Let me finish. Yeah. Ha! 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 Okay. We are about okay. to launch okay. Stingray. Stingray. Ah, oh, um, let's just go right over to the to the app picks. Um, actually, you know what? I should have changed this one, but it's it's kind of too late now. One of the programs that I was trying to use to record the podcast differently, and it actually is really, really kind of cool software. It's called Line In. It's from Rogue Amoeba, and it's free. And it basically uh, lets you take uh, your microphone and pretty much channel it anywhere you want to. And, the, you know, I kind of wish that could be expanded into you know other applications that can be shunted around as well. But it can't. So, but anyway, it is free. So, what is there to complain about? <laughs> what about you, guess? Actually, my line in from Rogue is, Amoeba is is also free with most new Macs, and it's iMovie. Uh, I mentioned it at the start of the program, and both myself and my daughter have been having great fun uh, putting all of those movie clips together this week. Uh, putting great transitions in, adding comments, adding music, doing a trailer as well. And it's just been great fun. I think the one thing with iMovie, what you need is content. And what I did over last weekend uh, for the band was basically do do exactly that. I took lots of, you know, short clips of content. Um, and when I say short sure. clips, you know, I, I recorded for like 30 or 40 seconds, you know, uh, and there was always something within those 30 or 40 seconds. And uh, actually, we got a movie which was around 24 minutes long in the end. So you can you can understand how much content I took. Um, and it's it's come out brilliant. And I, I've got to say, I've had a, a real bucket load of fun using iMovie. iMovie. So my pick of this week, it might be boring. It might be something which, you know, you've all got, 
but you may not have looked at it enough. And I'll tell you what else you can do with it. You can also throw images in there and you can almost create a, a movie of, of your images as well, you know, adding content oh, yeah. into especially, it. Adding, especially with the Ken Burns effect. That's right. And you can put music on, you know, on top of it quite easily and you can put titles into it. And uh, actually, that's quite a good ways of, of, of having a free application to create a good little presentation of, of pictures from a a particularly special occasion. Let's put it that way. So my pick of the week is iMovie and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> iMovie. iMovie. I movie, I movie. I yeah. like. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I do like. <laughs> I do like I movie. It's it's not the same as it used to be, but uh, what is? So yeah, I movie. <laughs> Cheer up, forever. <laughs> well, I don't know where I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so depressed. Uh, we have a people's pick oh, this week. Is well, from I've got Troy some Prozac here. Do you want me to send it across to you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> You cannot escape your destiny. <laughs> so I'm starting to say when I was set. Good God. I can't even talk. It's what I'm starting to sound like. Wow. Holy crap on a cracker. Uh, Troy Mueller's people's pick is called Extra Finder. And it's from, oh, I even had the tab here. And now I can't find it. From Tranquinam. Software. I, could, and, I was going to uh, say, is it from Trankinam? But I thought, no, that can't be the name. Trankinam. <laughs> Trankinam. <laughs> that sounds That's like some peculiar new Trankinam. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, you know, Gun, Gungam. Or Actually, gun, it, should, it should be pronounced probably Trankinam, how you pronounced it, rather than Trankinam. Uh, we are pronouncing yeah, it. Yeah, I like Trankinam. I like Trankinam. <laughs> Anyway, uh, basically, it gives you tabs, dual panes, and uh, dual windows. You can arrange to have folders on top. You can cut and paste between uh, your tabs. You have global hotkeys. Uh, I mean, light text on dark so background. Can is, I, that's can, the can ask, kind of thing that you're ad, into. Is this an add-on to Finder, Guy? To, to the Finder, right, right, right. right. So you it's know, not you've got a, a separate like, application like Pathfinder. It's an add-on to the Finder itself. Yes, yes. I actually use something very similar to this called Total Finder. Right, yes. Yes, you do. I might check that out, actually. That looks quite quite neat. Thank you very much, Troy. Well, you might you might want to take a look at the version number. Ah. If you if you have the page open. Right. I would wait I would wait just a little while. (laughs) Anytime you see a version number and it's under the number like point two, it means there's still some work that needs to be done to this program. But I do I like, like the experimenting. Idea. <laughs> yeah, just just like I do with recording each week. <laughs> <laughs> oh my my. Okay, um, people's pick. Right, we already did that, didn't we? God, I'm so tired. <laughs> Where's my brain? My brain hurts. Yeah. Move on, guy. Move on. I'm, I'm trying to move on. Um, I was looking over here at Facebook, and for some reason, I can't, it, I can't get it to tell me how many likes we have. But I think we're still at 133, so whatever. 
Uh, we did something, something, yeah, but boy, I'm really losing it, Gaz. Uh, seriously, I'm, I'm having s- severe, severe problems tonight. Um, yeah. we, we have a new iTunes review, and it's what from Splagosh <laughs> over at the United Kingdom, and he'll probably take this review away once he listens to the show this week. He says that he listens to a lot of Mac podcasts. I've even been known to join in on occasion, and this podcast is definitely my current favorite. The guys and gazes, see what he did there, sound as if they're having such fun. (laughs) It is is nice. And he is delighted to eavesdrop on their musings. If I could use soundboard in this review, it would be a round of applause, followed by shouts of more, more. Thank you, Splagosh. We really appreciate it. It's very, very nice of you to say. Please send me uh, an email either through you know the various contact ways we'll talk about in a minute or, or just let, let us know on either Facebook or Google+. And I will make you, I will make you a Woody to be proud of. If yeah, and, you, anyone... and, and Splagosh, your check's in the post. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that, dude. <laughs> uh, let's see. So if uh, if Splagosh wanted to send me an email, let me think. How would he? Oh, I got it right here. He would send are you it. To, are you talking to yourself again? <laughs> I am. I am talking to myself. Ah, I he would send that to guy at mymac dot com, or he could possibly get a hold of me through. Uh, there's this thing called Twitter, and I have an account there. It's twitter dot com forward slash macparrot. And if he wanted to send you an email to tell me that he sent an email, how would he do that? Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> well, he'd send it to gaz at mymac.com, or he can contact me, as he probably is likely to do when he hears this, on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, which is G-A-Z-M-A-Z. Zed, Zed. And yeah, we I have thought, a combined I thought, account. I, I thought I thought we got a bit of delay there. <laughs> yeah, we still do. We still do. We actually we actually quit Skype between the second and the, the third segments to try to get rid of the delay. <laughs> yeah, that that worked out so well. Uh, we have a combined account on Twitter. It's twitter.com forward slash guy and gaz g u y a n d g a z z z. <laughs> How else can they contact us? Yes. Feedback. Feedback at mymac.com. That's F double E D B A C K. F double E D B A C K. Not twice, of course. At mymac.com. No Z involved. And there is a Skype number. <laughs> the Skype number that nobody ever wants to ring. Yes, you do. You do. You just Except Larry. haven't got round to it. You haven't got round to it yet. But it's 703 436 9501. That's 703 436 9501. Call it. Call it now. Call the damn number. What the heck is wrong with you as compared to whatever's wrong with me? Uh, well, I I think this we're, we're coming up to the end of another landmark MyMac.com podcast. And I would like to thank everyone for downloading this show. We sometimes are really definitely confused about why you do so, but we thank you so very much from the heart of our bottoms for doing so. We do. We do. We, we, we do. We love you long we time. We do. And you know what, Gaz? I think 
that this is the best show I've ever done. Whew. And I'm good enough, smart enough. Yeah. And doggone it, up until this week, people liked me. And... Thanks for downloading this podcast. You can also find other great podcasts on the Stoplight Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Not Another Mac Podcast, the Mac Specialist Podcast, Geekiest Show Ever, the TeacherCast Podcast, the Apple Junkies Podcast, and the all-new App Minute Podcast. My geek skills have taken a hit. All my audio efforts and new kit, I jump here and there, but my sound I still cannot bear. Quite frankly, it really sounds really bad. Ha! You thought I was going to say something else, didn't you?